Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to a brand new week. That's right. It's Monday. Oh, come on. It's not that bad. Because <laughs> you got The Ralph Report to wake you up on a Monday. It is Monday, May 17th, year of our Lord. Not our Lord, our no, goddess. goddess. Lilith 2021. All hell, Lilith. <laughs> it is right to give her thanks and praise. <laughs> Happy Monday, kids. We got a hell of a show lined up for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, it's Munchin' Monday. That's oh. why. A new experience for both Eddie and myself. A very rare Munchin' Monday where we're both trying something for the first time. Yes. Today's a special day because it's... Come. Quat. Day. <laughs> Come. Quat. So we're going to be uh, popping kumquats. Doesn't sound appetizing. Oh, it sounds so good. Does not sound good. Oh, uh, give me some kumquat. It's a weird name. <laughs> give me a kumsquat. <laughs> you never had a kumquat either. That's no, hard to believe. Never had one. That's hard to believe. They're not a common fruit. You don't see them around a bunch. Yeah, no, I had to true. seek these out. Where'd you get these? At a Asian market because oh, they uh, okay. originally from China. I Near believe. the bat section? Yeah, right. I went to a wet market. I uh, was by the Wolverine Guts. The, uh, and the penguin toes? The, pat, the bats, the shark fins. They nestled in between them. They had some kumquats. Oh, good. So uh, Start a new pandemic. We'll be munching down kumquats later on in today's show. Entertainment news, phone calls, stories about COVID, stories about tigers. Oh, my God. Oh. So much show today. Did I do this? Because on the counter, you want to know why? You did not. Oh, well, I told him already. I'm, listen up, mister. <laughs> You got to listen more carefully. Doc Garon D. That's how you appreciate the show. I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, Sheriff of Ghost Town, Stanley's dad. Odegaard, Odegaard. Some folks call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo ho, Eddie. Did I see you doing a little stand-up comedy this week? I weekend? did a little stand-up up in Santa Paula, which oh. is, uh, I guess, up in Ventura County. Is everybody masked? No. <gasps> it was uh, <laughs> apparently up there. Oh, they my didn't, God. They were safe from the pandemic. They treated it, it as if the pandemic never happened up there. Oh, okay. <laughs> very interesting. Hmm. But, you know, I was vaxxed up. I felt safe. I was right. fine. But uh, it was fun. It was, it was weird. This, this whole weekend felt like normal stuff. Like I did stand up Saturday night, had a good time. Colton started flag football on Sunday. It feels like it's We're coming back. The world is waking up again. So it, are, it feels nice. We are born anew. Yes. Don't tell that to Ricky Schroeder, though. We'll get to him later <laughs> well, on. No, in the what show. Happened oh, Rick. I'll tell you all about Ricky Schroeder. Oh, um. Yeah. Well, that's good news. I'm glad you got yeah. a chance to do a little stand up. How's nice. the dog? How's Stanley? How's Stanley he? is being Stanley. He's uh, the same as he was last week. So still pooping, still pissing, peeing. and shitting everywhere. Good times. Uh, a little reminder for you, Stanley fans: if you would like 
<laughs> Eddie's one-minute sketch of uh, Stanley doing his business all around the Pence household. Oh. Uh, till noon today, we're still taking donations for the Hope for Paws Animal Rescue Charity. And if you make any donation to that cause, that uh, automatically enters you into a drawing. And we're going to uh, pull a name out of a hat and give away the uh, artwork for Stanley. It'll be interested to see when we tabulate all the donations, whether we make more money for a charity right. doing it this way or whether we're just better off right. leaning on our... Deep pocket donors. Well, this way, you don't know. A bunch of people go throwing a bunch of $2 donations, and we end up raising $40. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not good news for the charities. No, it's not. But it's good news for the Garmy. And that's all we really care right, about. That's it. We can't we can't fix all the world's problems. No. we got to handle just the folks who love us. That's the way I look at it. Um, all right, before we get into the show, and like I mentioned, so much show today. A little uh, quick recap. From a story from last week, we were talking about that Bengal tiger in Houston. Oh, yeah. That had been missing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good news. What? They found India, the nine-month-old Bengal tiger. Oh, that's good. Success, success. We've done it. We've done it. Houston is a much safer place today because we now have the tiger in custody. That's good news. And you remember our pal Victor Cuevas who said, oh, yeah. uh, look, just because I put the tiger in the back of my SUV. <laughs> and said it was my tiger. <laughs> and said, don't shoot my tiger, doesn't mean the tiger's mine, okay? Right, of course. Who would Let's think prove that? prove that in a court of law. Who would think that? Well, you'll be happy to know that a woman named Gia turned in the tiger. It wasn't found. It was, in fact, turned in by a woman named Gia. Hmm. Let me see what uh, Gia's last name is here. Oh, uh, Cuevas. Yeah, oh. she is the wife of Victor Cuevas, who was arrested earlier this week, who claimed the tiger didn't belong to him. Wow. But yet suddenly, somehow, Gia knew exactly where the tiger was. Well, maybe it belonged to Gia. And was able to turn it in. Maybe it's Gia's maybe tiger. he'll throw her under the bus. We'll see. Uh, keep in mind, also, Victor's still uh, been arrested for murder recently. Oh, so okay. he's obviously a stand-up So citizen, the tiger is the lesser of the crimes. Apparently. <laughs> uh, Houston PD posted a video of India, just a nine-month-old tiger. Aww. He's still uh, drinking from a bottle. Yeah, probably pissing and shitting all over the floor. Probably, too. just yeah. like Stanley. You should get a tiger instead I of a dog. should got a tiger. It would have been so much better. Uh, fully grown, eventually, India will weigh 600 pounds, but as of right now, mm. he's just a little, uh, I don't know, cub? Tigers have cubs? No, they're, what's a little tiger called? Tiglet? Uh, uh, <laughs> Did you just say Tiglet? Yeah. That's what a little baby tiger is called, right? I believe tigers have cubs. <laughs> I think they're well, called bears cubs. have cubs. Yes, they do. And a tiger cub? Yes. All right. Wolves have cubs. There's what, a lot of animals. What are baby cubs. monkeys? Uh, infants. <laughs> Infant monkeys. Baby rhino. Rhinelet. Rhinelets. Uh, <laughs> India is 175 pounds now, so he's not really a, much of a danger to anyone. Okay. Unless you're carrying a bottle. Oh, and yeah. You probably want some of that. So like we'll keep off. you uh, posted on the Victor Cuevas story, but I believe he's going to run into some problems with his uh, his story that the tiger is not, in fact. Right. Yes. I think that marriage is probably over, too. Um, I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know. She's turning in the tiger. Maybe she just, uh, she's trying to stand by her man and do the right well, thing. I guess. I don't know. Look, he's gone away from murder. What does she That's care true. about a tiger? That's true. She should have held on to the tiger. And, you know, from time to time, we do stories about COVID-19 here on the program. Uh, we know you get inundated with it 
via the regular sources of uh, entertainment and media. But with, sometimes we think we have a story maybe that hasn't been covered or we have a new angle on it. Usually we call this segment uh, coronavirus with our own uh, Cardi B intro. But as you have known, if you're a longtime listener to this show, uh, Mo's dog gets nuts every time we play it. And she asked us to give her some warning. So we've changed the title to Mo, Grab Your Dog. Can we talk about the upside of the quarantine? The there is upside one? What's the of upside? COVID-19. What's the upside? Well, California is currently considering passing a bill yeah. that will allow restaurants to permanently sell to-go alcohol. Oh. You'll be able to sell to-go drinks. Wow. During the pandemic, they allowed restaurants that served food to also offer takeout cocktails in order to help them make up for the difference they were losing by not being able to have customers come into the place. Right. So now that the pandemic is over, uh, many of those restaurants are saying, hey, you know, that worked out pretty well for us. We would like to still do that if you could. And that state Senate has already passed that bill. The Assembly next has to vote on it. And then if they concur, it will go to Governor Gavin Newsom, who will sign it into law. And he's pretty generous right now. He so. is. He's trying to make everybody happy. <laughs> I can see that getting passed. So you could, restaurants could serve to-go drinks. Why, are there you go. I can go and say, can I get a Jack Daniels on the rocks for the road, to go. please? I won't drink it in the car. Put it in a Slurpee cup. Promise. Oh, my God. <laughs> see, it's all worthwhile. It, all of this you. has been worthwhile. This is a big plan by Big Alcohol. At the beginning to release this pandemic. God works in mysterious ways, Edwin Pence. Yeah, I guess. We all had to, to deal with the pandemic so that we could have to go drinks. Well, congratulations. Drinks to go. <laughs> no more, hey, you got to finish that up before you leave. So no. like, yeah, just put this in put a travel the, mug for me, won't you? this in a styrofoam you? cup for me. <gasps> oh, I am literally <laughs> turgid right now just talking about it. I'm pitching a tent. So that's the good news. Let's talk about the uh, less good news. With the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, Mo, grab your dog again. You know who's uh, who's dealing with it uh, in the worst way right Who? Now? Uh, India, the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got hit hard. Over the past week, that country has reported more than 1.7 million new coronavirus cases. Oof. Oof. Over 20,000 deaths in the past week. Oh, my God. That's a nightmare. It, it truly is a nightmare That's over awful. there. And um, I, I feel for all those people over there who are going through it, but I especially feel for the family of 76-year-old, I'm trying to get this right, Shakuntala Gakwad, I believe it was her name. Better was I could have done. 76 years old. She was in the uh, city Baramadi, which is in the state of Maharashtra. Maharashtra. Mm -hmm. Maharashtra, uh -huh. I believe, is Nailed the name it. of the city. So 76 years old, tested positive coronavirus a few days ago. Family took her to a hospital in Baramati, and her condition sadly worsened. Mm. She was uh, declined a, a hospital bed because of her condition. The family waited outside in a private vehicle. That's when she became unconscious and, according to the family, passed away. Oh, my God. In the car. That's brutal. So they drove her body back home and immediately started planning for her cremation. And they lit up the funeral pyre and they were about to put her onto the flames. And that's when the 76-year-old woman opened her <gasps> eyes 
and began crying. What? <laughs> so, what? Yes. Just prior to her cremation. Oh, my God. She woke up and apparently wasn't that bad off after oh all. Oh, my God. So then they took her back to the hospital, and she is uh, currently undergoing treatment. Oh, my so, God. So we hope uh, we hope she pulls through. She almost got Darth vader She wow. almost got the Viking funeral. Wow. Which would have made the family feel really bad. Oh, my God. Especially if it happened in the... She wakes up in the Had middle she of... she woken up, oh started screaming in the middle of the funeral pyre. Oh, my God. That would have been uh, bad news for Nightmare. Everybody. So, I uh, guess the moral of the story is, hold a mirror up to the face of your loved ones or... Check for a pulse. Check for a pulse, too. Maybe first thing. A little due diligence. Look, I know... <laughs> Her eyes are closed. She's obviously dead. I know things are a little nutty in <laughs> India right now, but it seems to be the bare minimum that you could do to find out if grandma is still kicking oh or not. Oh, my God. Uh, a little wishful thinking there on part of the family. Yeah, but check wait. that insurance policy. So uh, I'm glad to know that she's still with us, at least for the time yes. being. I hope she feels better soon. And that was today's Mo. Grab your dog. Guess what? All right, let's turn our attention to you guys. Hope you had a good weekend. Thanks so much for sharing your stuff with us. We love it when you reach out via email, whether it's on social media or as many folks choose to do on the Ralph Report Hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it is available to you for your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments. All you got to do is dial up the phone number, one 833 Hi, Ralph. Yeah, then I comb through them with a fine-tooth comb, and I find some of the best ones, and I put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The garbage on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. I seem to have struck a nerve last week when I was recounting the story of the ceiling fan of horror. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you turn on the ceiling fan, this uh, young lady was in her apartment and she thought uh, water had been splashing on yeah. her from either a busted pipe or right. an overflowing bathtub right. or a rainstorm. Turns out it was the uh, blood of her upstairs neighbor oh, oh. who had decomposed and leaked through the ceiling so gross. into her fan and so was uh, flinging blood all over <laughs> her apartment. <laughs> a lot of people had similar reactions to what Eddie's experiencing mm -hmm. right now to that story. Mm. But some people were upset with me because I felt bad for the woman trying to get some help from the management company. Eddie was, of course, on the side of the man the no. way he always is. You get renter's insurance. Putting his, Come uh, on. Putting his boot on the neck no. of the little guy. It's not their always. responsibility. But a lot of people called in, including Jess Bone, with uh, just the same advice that Eddie just gave right now. Uh, basically making this call moot. But I'm going oh, to play it anyway. <laughs> Sorry. You can't stop me. Hey guys, it's Jess Bone. Um, <clears throat> so I was just listening to your segment on the uh, poor management company that had to deal with a woman begging for money because her upstairs neighbor died. Um, but I, I just wanted to remind everyone listening that your landlord is actually not responsible if a pipe bursts, no. gross negligence, which no. is why everyone should have renter's insurance. Right. So uh, when I heard that, I just Wanted to remind everyone listening as a renter that you should have renter's insurance because if a pipe bursts and it's not negligent on the part of the owner, that's on you. Uh, anyway, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Another another woman working for the man, apparently. Come on. 
I think everyone it, is all for the big, the big guy I, for I the think, for no, big, it's big your, rent. You're all working under big rent's thumb. Personal responsibility, right? Right. That's well, what we're supposed to be about. If you get renter's insurance, please check the policy to see if it covers decomposing neighbors <laughs> bleeding into your ceiling. It'll fan. protect your your stuff, your valuables. I think you just throw it onto your auto insurance policy. I believe. I I I trust you. If you say <laughs> I so. Do you have renter's insurance? We do have renter's insurance. Well, then how come you don't know how it works? Because Tracy does all that stuff. Oh, my God. You are a man baby. <laughs> she won't let me. She's a, a control man freak. Baby She's a control freak. Who just has everything done for no, him. No, I do not. Oh, my God. I do everything. Okay. We talked also last week about Eddie's passion for ketchup. Oh, can't get enough ketchup. Love it. Loves the ketchup. Bathe in it. Since it is Munchin' Monday, Adam suggested what I think is an excellent idea. Hi, Ralph, Eddie, and the crew. This is Adam, two-star general from Long Beach. Uh, just wondering, since Eddie Pence likes ketchup so much, specifically tomato ketchup, I think a great surprise munch in Monday would be some other ketchups. Like you could find mushroom ketchup, which is uh, English in origin, oh. and banana ketchup no, that comes from the no. Philippines, hmm. both of which are readily available on Amazon. No. And I think it would be interesting to see how Eddie reacts to some other ketchup since hmm. he likes tomato ketchup so much. I like it. Anyway, have a great day. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Yeah, if you love ketchup so much, let's do try a couple when different ketchups. When I say I love ketchup, I say I love regular red tomato dip your fries in it ketchup well tomato ketchup is a specific kind of ketchup there are other ketchups to so me I, I think we need a little ketchup taste test only this, one ketchup well you're wrong no because that's specifically tomato ketchup if you read your label you'll see that's what who it says who reads the label so we should have some mushroom ketchup let's not and do some that banana that's ketchup. fucking gross <laughs> we'll, we'll do so a little, anything you mash up into a paste and dip it into is a ketchup we'll do a little ketchup taste comparison and see which one comes out let's ahead. have a snickers ketchup let's do that <laughs> make it make good ketchup <laughs> Cupcake ketchup. From time to time, we like to answer people's queries as to where mm. something came from. Uh, Jesse Two Star, uh, uh, where did it come from? Um, icebreaker. Mm. With, why? Okay. Why? <laughs> All right. Icebreakers. All right. I'm upset about it. Don't get it. All right, Jesse Two Star, which sounds like a Native American name to me. I wonder if that's what they call him. He was born under two stars. At the casino where he works, Jesse Two Star. Uh, where does that come from? I'm going to tell you. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? The icebreaker. You've heard about it all the times in parties. Hey, you know, uh, you know what's really good icebreaker? Tell a joke or something. Warm, yeah. warm the warm the room up. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a good icebreaker. Uh, ask somebody what their sign is. You hear it all the time. It's a great social, one in social situations. <laughs> I need an icebreaker because I'm a little, uh, I'm a little, yeah, nervous when it something comes to get to you into a conversation, social yeah. interaction. Well, icebreaking. I'll have you know, Jesse Two Star is a uh, a long-standing tradition in the world of uh, river travel. It goes all the way back to. Uh, the steamboats and and uh, traveling in the rivers. Hmm. And so what they would do, they literally would have somebody whose job it would be to go out there with a pickaxe and break up the ice so that boats could travel in a body of water. Seems whether dangerous. Be a bay or a river or a stream or right. a pond, whatever they're on. Right. And then, of course, uh, years later, the uh, Coast Guard has actual ships that their only job is to break up the ice so right. that commercial uh, boat travel can continue on. And people wouldn't die breaking ice. 
I would imagine. <laughs> I a lot imagine. of people drowned doing that. I can imagine that's it probably was a dangerous business. A lot of people were forced out there to do that. But so you can see the connection when you break up the ice that allows you to travel forward in frosty circumstances. Right. And so socially, if you make that comparison, uh, breaking the ice allows you to travel forward in a uh, in a social yeah, way. Gets so, things moving. Exactly. Just like a good uh, laxative. But they don't call it that. Why don't they go to a party and say, you know what I really need? I need a laxative right now. <laughs> a laxative this party, man. Still, we say icebreaker. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? I fucking don't know. And you know, we like to play upbeat music on each and every program to start your day off and make it a little bit happier. That's why we call them the happy hits. This one came from Mike. Hey Ralph, this is Mike in Virginia, and I had a request for a happy hit. I know it's not a very well-known song, at least here in the States, but one of my favorite upbeat, happy songs, great bass line, is Annie Get Your Gun by Squeeze. Love to hear it. Thank you. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Buddy, you don't have to ask me twice to play Squeeze. Here's your happy hit, Mike. that band so much <laughs> thank you mike for that suggestion thanks to everybody who called in today you too can be featured in the garmin on the line segment but the only way for that to physically be physically 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 the only way for that to happen <laughs> is for you to call me Now it's time for us to look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, May 17th, in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery. Like it's today the day some dude invented Listerine. Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen. Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary. The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp, so grant our wishes, please. And tell us what went down this day in history. On this day, May 17th, the year 218. It was the seventh recorded passage 
of Halley's Comet ah, past Earth. Okay. What did they think it was in 218? UFO, aliens. No. Gods? It must have been gods. Mm. They thought it was gods. Gods sending gods. us a signal. Getting ready to kill us. Right. Right. In the year 1527, yeah. Panfilo de Narvaez mm-hmm. departed Spain to explore Florida on behalf of the king. He took with him three ships and 600 men. By the year 1536, only four had survived the expedition. Holy shit. Yeah, that went that bad. That went south. Big time. Did not go well. In Florida? They got shipwrecked. Right. They got shipwrecked <laughs> twice. Oh, God. They ended up having to hoof it across Texas to find their way to the other coast. What are they doing in Texas looking for Florida? They were they were lost. They were wandering Jesus. around. It was wow. it was it was madness. Four of them survived. Uh, 1536, Anne Boleyn. Mm. She was executed uh, oh. shortly before she was beheaded. Her four lovers, in quotes, were also executed. Oh, damn. These stories were all made up by King Henry VIII because he wanted to behead her. He wanted to accuse her of uh, treason and adultery so that he could get on with the business of getting on because he had another woman that he loved in the wings. Right. And how do you get rid of a wife if you don't cut her head off? Exactly. So they were able to... Uh, find her guilty of that. Her four boyfriends were also found guilty. By all accounts, historians say none of them actually ever slept with her. They were just sort of picked out at random and accused and railroaded through the court systems at the time. Why'd they have to do four guys? Can you just do one? I don't think it was nearly as effective. I think adultery is more effective when it's multiples. I guess. guess. Uh, William Brereton, Henry Norris, Sir Francis Weston, uh, Mark Smeaton, Mm. and her own brother, what? George Boleyn, also accused of, of treason uh, for of, of adultery with the uh, queen, bone and his sister. Queen, yes. Wow. By all accounts, uh, none of that actually happened, and yet heads did roll. Mm. So can't yeah. can't deny the, uh, the 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 final process. The power of the king, man. Indeed. Sixteen twenty in Philippopolis, 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 Turkey. <laughs> there was a man named Peter Monday who was traveling through Philippopolis, Turkey passing through what is now modern-day Bulgaria on this day in 1620, he saw the most curious thing, Eddie Pence. What did he see? Children what? playing on a large wheel that had seats fastened to it on the outside. They were placed in the chairs, and then the wheel began turning with the children circling around, seemingly loving this. He witnessed the very first merry-go-round. Wow. Took the idea with him, went to uh, France with it. And France added an extra element. They had a game that was played by French horsemen that they, uh, they would gallop at full speed and try to snag a small ring with a lance hanging from a tree. Yeah. And so they came up with the idea of let's put that on the merry-go-round and have the kids try to grab a brass ring and win a prize. And that's where that came from. Seems dangerous. It's not dangerous. It's fun. If it's spinning around pretty fast. Have you ever heard the saying, grab the brass ring? Yeah, that's where it came that's from. That's where that comes from. Hmm. For as little as 15 cents a day, I get this information, <laughs> I put it in your ears. 1733, Great Britain passed the Molasses Act. Oh, those oh, bastards. Molasses Act. Put a high tariff on rum and molasses Dicks. that was imported to the colonies from any other country other than a British possession. So oh. if you bought it from England, you could save some money. But if you bought it from anybody else, they gouged you. That's kind of England's right to do that to their colonies, No, it's right? not, man. No taxation without representation. Well, yeah. Once again, you're back in the wrong side. I'm not side, back man. in the wrong side. I'm just saying, if I was a country 
and I had colonies, I would want them to purchase stuff from me, yeah, well, not from other countries. If that's the case, then you allow them to have some say-so in your government so they can be represented oh, I by agree who's with that. making these decisions. I don't agree with the no taxation without representation. I'm just I saying I get too. where... I think you I, want to be, no. like much like Tracy does everything for you, you want a king to do, do everything, everything for, for you so wow. you don't have to think about anything. You guys have the wrong idea about me. That's what I'm saying. 1814, Denmark ceded Norway to Sweden. Mm -hmm. He said, you can have it, Sweden. We're done with Norway. Oh, they want the Swiss? Yes, you can have Norway, Sweden, but we're keeping our Danish. They're so delicious. <laughs> he said famously, the guy from Denmark. Yes. In 1824, Lord Byron, you're familiar, of course, with the romantic poet Lord Byron. Yes, from the UK. of course, of course. Of course I am. He had passed away. And so his six of his friends gather in the office of John Murray in London. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, you got to know this about Lord Byron. Not a saint. Well known in England during his life of being a, uh, a rapscallion, mm -hmm. a ne'er-do-well, a reprobate, if you will. Mm -hmm. I mean, when he was in Trinity College in Cambridge, he had a bear as a pet. This guy did not play by the rules. Wow. He slept with anything that would move, including his half-sister. Wow. His exploits were, were common knowledge in England. Oh. But he dies. And his six friends gather together and collect his diaries. And rather than allow anyone to read them for fear that it might damage his reputation and perhaps anyone else he uh, documented in those books, they burned <gasps> them. Wow. And to this day, historians describe it as perhaps the greatest literary crime in history. Wow. Because they would have loved to have known what he wrote and how he wrote it. That would have been probably amazing to hear. I think so. 1861, the very first color photograph was shown by Scottish scientist James Clerk Maxwell. 1861. Well, color photograph. Didn't know it was that early. It took a lot of years before they could uh, mass produce those, but he was able to make the very first one. This guy, you don't hear much about him. Pretty remarkable. Hmm. His work paved the way for x-rays and radar, modern electrical engineering. He, Albert Einstein said that a lot of his work was based on Maxwell's calculations. Seems like we should have named something after this him. This guy should be better known. It seems <laughs> right. like he's a pretty smart dude. In 1872, the Bohemian Club opened up in San Francisco. Oh, this fucking place. <laughs> oh, what? I just hate these private men's clubs where all the rich and powerful gather. Right. No good things can ever be hatched in those halls. <laughs> Bohemian Club originated as a place where journalists and a fraternal organization of people who enjoyed the arts could gather. But fairly quickly on after they opened up, they started to relax the rules where you didn't really have to have artistic talent. But if you had financial resources where you could donate to the club, uh. they would you know, make room for you. And now it is a, a, it's a completely closed private club made up of almost exclusively wealthy and powerful people. Mm. The Bushes were members. Right. Reagan, George Schultz, those kind of guys right, 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 right. gather together and hatch plans that are <laughs> going to change our lives they forever. They think of ways to help the common man. Yeah, they do. <laughs> God damn it. 1876, the 7th Cavalry under George Armstrong Custer mm -mm. left Fort Lincoln. They were off to do great things, Eddie Pence. Yeah, they were. They were going to take on... The, the red man, they're going to make America safe for Whitey by going out there and getting, getting the Native Americans to, uh, to buckle under. Mm. How did that work out for them? Not well. Yeah. Of course, uh, they left Fort Lincoln on the way to their death, of course. They're at uh, 
A big little bighorn. Little bighorn. Battle yeah. of Little Bighorn. Everybody was very happy to go fight this fight. They assumed they were just gonna it's gonna walk away with a victory. Nope. Except for that one guy in the back. Please, Mr. Custer. I don't wanna go. Yeah, he, he knew better. He could see what was gonna happen. He knew what was up. 1883, Buffalo Bill's first Wild West show opened in Omaha, Nebraska. Hmm. That's a pretty clever idea of good old Bill. It was at the time, yeah. I mean, at the time, the best way you could hear about what was happening in the Wild West in the 1800s was to read uh, those pulp magazines and books right. about gunslingers and stuff. He brought them to your town. Yeah, that's amazing. It's a great idea. Horses, real cowboys. You know, Annie Oakley could do some target shooting. They had real prominent Native Americans like Sitting Bull and Geronimo. Yeah. He had them, uh, he, he cast them as well. It's like you're watching living history. Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah. I mean, these guys were the real deal. He plucked them right out of history and then put them on display. And it was a way for those guys to make a, a yeah. decent living as well. But Bill Hickok was miserable doing it and went back and yeah. then got killed. Yeah, right. Uh, he should have stayed in the yes, show. Yes, he should have. 1897, the first successful submarine was launched. <laughs> successful. Yeah. <laughs> Keyword, successful. The ones that hadn't been Oof. taken in a lot of water. This one combined electric and gasoline engines. Mm. I don't know if I want an electric engine under the water That's when I'm in better the, than a pedal engine. In the submarine, I guess. Designed by Irishman John Philip Holland. They must have said, really, John? Have another drink. You want to build something that you want to build a boat that goes underwater? With, with electricity? Elect with electric engine. Okay. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Have another cocktail. <laughs> On this day in 1900, mm -hmm. Frank L. Baum published his first edition of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Uh. Changed children's literature forever. It's not really a children's story, though. It's a, it's a pretty dark story in places. Well, at that, that time, yeah. all children's stories yeah, were dark. Yeah, I guess dark. true. I mean, even the... the, the um, Grimm's fairy the Grimm's tales. Grimm's fairy tales, yeah. yeah. Those are pretty dark. Hans Christian Andersen, all those stories had some dark elements yeah. to them. Hansel and Gretel, Gretel were being eaten by a That damn is true. <laughs> so... That little pig. Flying monkey isn't nearly as bad. <laughs> 1926, Chiang Kai-shek was made the Supreme Warlord in Canton. That's a, that's a title. That's a strong one. He, of course, uh, later went on to be the leader of the Republic of China and Taiwan. 1983, the radio quiz show Information, Please, debuted on NBC Radio, one of the earliest radio quiz shows. Sounds uh, god-awful to me. Here's some actual audio from the first episode of Information, Please. We present tonight the first in a series of programs called Information, Please, a new type question and answer contest in which you, the very much quizzed public, will quiz the professors. Yes, the worm turns, and now the experts will have to know the answers to your questions or else. <laughs> or else. Who wrote that copy? Oh, my God. Can so you bad. Imagine? Who could listen to that in, in, <laughs> in the 30s? Did they all talk that way? Good Lord. You, the much, the much quizzed public, you will be quizzed by the masters. The worm they, turns. Oh, the worm turns, and then they will answer it, <laughs> or else. I guess they killed people I, on that That's show. the only way I would have listened. I would, I would have listened to that if there had been actual <laughs> snuffing out of human lives. 1939, the very first televised baseball game. 1939. Whoa. Who was watching it? No one owned a television Five set. Five people at the Bohemian Club. NBC, that's right. NBC broadcasted. It was uh, college baseball. Princeton defeated Columbia of a score to two to one. Mm, exciting. Exciting stuff. <laughs> 1949, the British government recognized the Republic of Ireland, the Irish Free State. Sure, they kept half the country still, but yeah. they 
they we'll recognized you, it. We'll let you have that part there, but we're going to hold on to the You rest. can name it. 1964. <laughs> oh, my God. What? What? Tim Horton's Coffee and Donut Shop opens the very first Tim Horton's in Hamilton, Ontario. Tim Hortons. Yeah, I do love me some Tim Hortons. Goddamn national treasure yes, up there in Canada. Yes, it is. Tim uh, Horton, of course, was an, an, an NHL player for 24 seasons, played for the Maple Leafs, the Rangers, the Penguins, and the Sabres, co-founded Tim Hortons Donuts, and now they currently have over 3,000 locations across Canada. Nice. Do you ever have uh, the Timbits? I have never had the Timbits. Oh, what are the Timbits? The Timbits are little mini donuts that they serve. I've never there. had the Timbits. Get a box of Timbits. No. A gallon of coffee. <laughs> make that your breakfast. <laughs> I didn't know that, but he died young at the age of 44 in a car crash. Oh, that sucks. In the 70s. It must have been like right after he stopped playing hockey. Never had a chance to really appreciate his... Uh, that sucks. His legacy. In 1771, Stephen Schwartz opened the musical Godspell off-Broadway. It premiered on this day in 1971. Very first musical I ever saw was Godspell. Oh. I must have been about seven years old. Yeah. My parents took me to a matinee. Yeah. My ears blew back. If that's a thing, I, I don't know. I was, I was like hair. I was stunned watching those people do that thing on stage. You're like, probably that's one what I want to do. Probably one of the reasons I went down that path. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. 1971, also on this day, Washington State banned sex discrimination. No longer able to discriminate based on gender. Well, and then just like that, done. It all went away. Solved it. Pretty, pretty well done. 1975, 10CC released their big hit. I'm not in love. So don't forget it It's just a silly phase I'm going through Also on this day in 1975, NBC paid the princely sum of $5 million for the rights to show the movie Gone with the Wind one time. Wow. That shows you how little options we had when we wanted to watch old movies. Yeah. You couldn't get them anywhere. But if it was it was television or nothing. Yeah, wow. So they had us by the short hairs. Uh, 1984, Marvin Creamer became the first. <laughs> really? Come. What? Marvin Creamer became the first known person to sail around the world without navigational instruments. That's stupid. He arrived back in Cape May, New Jersey, where he started. After 513 days how around you, the world. How do we know he just didn't go around the corner for a while and come back? For 513 days? Just go around the corner, set up shop, and come back. What, what What's around the corner in I the don't ocean? Know. He just makes a left. Finds a little nook. Hangs out for a year and a half, two years. In 1990, on this day, the World Health Organization Who? took... No, oh, man. <laughs> You fiend. The World Health Organization <laughs> took homosexuality off its list of mental illnesses. Oh, good. Oh, that's nice of them. Fuck. In 1990, they got that's around insane. to saying being gay wasn't a mental illness. Fuck. Sometimes you think we've come so far, and then you look back in recent history and you go, nah. We've nah. come far in a short time. 
I think. I suppose. In 2004, Massachusetts became the first U.S. state to legalize same-sex marriage. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's another that's 14 years after the World Health Organization said you weren't crazy Who? if you were gay. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you don't get two bites at that apple. <laughs> you do it a third time, it'll be funny again. 2009, the video game Minecraft is released to the public for the first time. You play Minecraft? Colton lives and loves Minecraft. Really? Loves it. Uh, I don't get it. What is he like? You're making people out of blocks and you stuff. You build and, and craft and oh, that mine. Awful. That sounds fucking awful. You mine and you craft? You mine and you craft. Wow. You Minecraft. That's amazing. And in 2015, Blurry Face, the fourth studio album by 21 Pilots, was released. Becomes the first album in the digital era to have every track on it certified gold a million um, downloads Damn. for every track on that album from 21 pilots all right you know what we do now we find a food related to a day in history run it past daddy Penn to see if it's something that he'd be willing to eat or at very least stick up his ass <coughs> then pull out there's only one way for us to find out. We talk about the food, then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If those reels come up and they match. Jackpot. Yeah, he's eating it. However, <laughs> if those reels come up and they're mismatched, <laughs> then he's uh, he's not going to go for it. On this day in 1892, Eddie Pence, yeah. 1892, Okay. the very first time in public knowledge in terms of publication mm -hmm. a recipe for cherry cobbler was given to america cherry cobbler of course very popular dish uh, with folks who didn't have a lot of money to spend because you could make it very simply and what you would do is um the the batter for the crust of the cake would be dropped like dumplings on top and then as they melted together they resembled a cobblestone uh, road and that's where the it got its name from so it's pretty simple to use um about 21 ounces of fresh cherries cut in half and pitted, of course. Add some almond extract, all-purpose flour, sugar, baking powder, a little orange juice. Then you top it with that dough I was talking about. You put it in the oven until it's all baked up. And you have yourself a classic American dessert dish, Cherry Cobbler, the recipe published for the first time on this day in 1892. Now, what is the difference between cherry cobbler and cherry pie? Is it just the crust? No, cobbler is more uh, cakey. The, the filling is more cakey, the cherries? Yeah. No, no. The the the, the doughy the part dough. is cakier than just a thin pie crust that's laid across uh, a cherry pie. The cobbler has more substance to it. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a, a coffee caked kind of consistency uh, okay. to gotcha. it. But the filling is then, of course, cherry. uh, sweetened cherries. Okay. Yes. So let's find out if Eddie's going to do it by pulling that handle. Here we go. One cobbler, two cobbler. I don't like cherry pie or cobbler. I don't like cherry desserts. I don't really care. I'm hitting myself. Or cherries with my paperwork because that's simply madness. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like apple pie. I don't like cherry pie. Cherry cobbler. I don't like most fruit dishes, pies, cobblers. How about cherries? I'm not a big fan of wild. cherries. Not a big fan of cherries. A big bowl of of fresh no. chilled cherries. You don't no. like to pop them in your mouth, spit no. that pit out like, across I like, the room. I like a cherry popsicle. 
Oh, for or a cherry sake. lollipop. Everything has to be just processed within an inch of its life for it to get into your mouth. Like I like flavors of cherry, but I don't like actual cherry. You know where the flavor of cherry comes from? But it from? doesn't taste the same. Oh my god. It, it tastes different. And I like I like the fake cherry taste better than the real cherry taste. Well, enough said. Thank where, you. Where are you gonna go from there? The doctor's office to get a cherry lollipop. <sighs> a what now? A cherry lollipop. Cherry? I put the L's from lollipop into the cherry <laughs> and called it a chelly lollipop. I like it. That's <laughs> it for today's <laughs> This Day in History. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college-level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a wrap for the Ralph Report today in history. <laughs> Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Coming up soon. Come quat. Come quat. Come quat. Come quat. I don't know what to expect from the come quat at all. I have no... I, nor do I. But we're going to s- do a deep dive. I'll tell you its origins. I will tell you its uh, nutritional content. Okay. I will tell you what to expect. What family does it come from? Of uh, fruits or wherever. Uh, the, the Goldbergs, it's like I a think, citrus around the corner. That's where I got mine. Goldbergs. It is a citrus fruit. Okay, yes, that's what I was curious about. But before that, let's get to the entertainment news, shall we? In a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Congratulations to Spiral, the newest reboot in the Saw franchise. Number one at the box office this weekend with a stunning $8.7 million Damn. at the box office. Damn. Are movies ever going to come back? Because about seventy percent of theaters are open now. Right. I don't. I think we'll find out later this summer. Because like, was it June fifteenth here? Everything pretty much opens up to hundred percent. Yeah. So I think we'll find out by July if movies are coming back. Even with the paltry opening numbers, the Saw franchise is now approaching the one billion dollars in lifetime grosses. All the Saw movies all put together. Fucking torture porn. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't want to see torch porn. I don't want to see Chris Rock as a grizzled police detective. There's a lot about that movie that just does not interest me at all. Yeah, me either. It did better than Those Who Wish Me Dead, the new grim Angelina Jolie movie. Mm, here's my here's my take. I No, what do I know? I'm not running a studio. But if I'm going to release movies at the tail end of a horrific pandemic, yeah. maybe I make something that's feel good. Maybe something light? People that will have a good time at the theaters. Thank. Not torture porn and Angelina Jolie looking all grim again. It is a little weird. Those are the ones they're coming out with right now. Wrath of Man for those who wish me dead. Spirosa. I'm a, I don't know. I'm a fucking musical right. or something, something with a laugh in it. Something or... with a, a happy clown. Something with a funny Jesus. thing in it. Jesus. So here's your box office update. Hey, I mentioned this earlier, but Ricky Schroeder's a dick. What, you, what happened? He I mean, we know filmed himself. Yeah. In a confrontation with a Costco manager here in Southern California. 
because Jason, the Costco manager, just doing his job, yeah. wouldn't let Ricky into Costco because Ricky refused to wear a mask. Now, Ricky's thing was, haven't you heard? CDC says we don't need to wear masks anymore. And Jason, trying to explain to him reasonably, says, that's the CDC's recommendations, but each state still has its own mandate policy. Right. Only half of California has been right. vaccinated. As well as the, the individual stores themselves can tell you but whether or not to wear a mask. That's what he inside. goes. And then he says, but the private, they're, they're leaving it up to private companies to determine their own policies right. for whether you can be allowed service with a, with a, a mask or not. Yeah. Ricky doesn't want to hear. Ricky's a fucking idiot. Ricky goes off on the fact that, oh, so you're going to let the kings tell you what to do. The, the kings? Yeah, yeah, the power, the lords who have God, power over us. Douchebag. And the minute they go off on that thing, how the man is keeping them down, just only goes to show that they have no concept of what true oppression is like They've at all. never lived with struggle. No. Or ever. I mean, Ricky Schroeder seems like he's had a silver spoon in his mouth. Literally. Right? <laughs> Who's with me? Right. Anyway, he filmed himself and then released the video just stupidly. Make does not make him look good. Here's a little snippet. If they if they grant us that, our kings, the people in power, you're gonna listen to these people? Well, I know they've destroyed our economy. Well, they're so destroying they're our evaluated. culture. They're destroying our state. I see. And you're just gonna listen to their rules. Well, what we are going to do is simply follow the guidelines. Okay. I'm getting my refund. I'm getting my refund from Costco. I suggest everybody in California get their refund from Costco. Give up your membership to Costco <laughs> until they remove this. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Wait, way to really fight the good fight, Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> what a fight. Everyone get your money bag. back from Costco. Everybody stop being a member to Costco. Yeah, moron. Because that's what's going to happen. Everyone's going to give up their convenient box stores because Ricky Schroeder says he doesn't like their mask policy. Because of the kings. Uh, the, the power brokers tell us what to do. They ruin our culture. Here's an idea, Ricky Schroeder. Put on a fucking mask and then go into Costco's and do all the shopping you want. Yeah. I think spectacular douchebag. Then leave and take your mask off. Oh, my fucking asshole. God. And poor Jason's there making... 13.25 an hour, and he's got to put up with this asshole. Fucking dick. Yelling in his face. So, fuck Ricky Schroeder. Oh, this made me sad. Yeah? You know, uh, you know Jared and Brandy on Storage Wars? I don't. Oh, my God. You didn't watch Storage Wars? I did not. Oh, one of the greatest shows in history. I didn't know. Oh, it's so good. I didn't watch it. It's about people yeah. who go to storage facilities, uh -huh. and then people who have stopped pay, paying their rent on right. the storage facilities, uh -huh. the people who own the facility get to auction off the shit that's inside the storage facility. And that's a show. And then people would bid on it, and then after right. they bid it, they get to go through the stuff and say, oh, look what I found. I got a... a, a, a a lamp with a genie I, no, in I got it. A, I got a painting from Medigliani. <laughs> and now I can go see how much this is worth. It's an authentic Medigliani? Yes. Awesome things would be found. The collector in me loved Storage Wars. Uh, no, never watched. Well, uh, Brandy and Jared, they were America's favorite couple. They were the youngest people on the show. Okay. And she was kind of sexy, and they had a secondhand store, and they were okay. America's sweethearts. Well, they broke up. No. Right? Not only that, but apparently... Down there in Orange County, California, not too far from here. Uh, they're exes now, but Jared showed up where Brandy was uh, drinking at a bar with some of her friends. Uh -oh. Things went south. There was some pushing and shoving. And now Jared has uh, has been charged with domestic violence. Oh, no. For pushing his ex Come around. Come on, Jared. Bar. So if these two kids can't make love work, I don't know what help the rest of us have, quite <laughs> frankly. Can't believe you didn't watch storage. I didn't work. watch storage. People. Yep. 
Yep. You know that guy? The up No, guy? I don't know any of it. Oh, that's so good. I knew of a Storage Wars, but I never watched that's the show. So good. If you watched it, you'd be addicted. I don't think I would. Because everybody bids on it, and then they open it up, and they start digging through it, and it's like, <gasps> I found treasure. But then sometimes I open up, and there's nothing? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it'd be like crap. <laughs> no. The guy bid, like, guy would buy $5,000 on a storage unit. Right. And then they open up, and you can't go in it until you own it. Right. So you could just kind of look from the oh, outside. Oh, they even open it up so you they could They would open up the door. Right. And you could look in there, but you couldn't go in. Right. And then whoever the high bidder was, he got to go in and start excavating right. and going through that stuff. And sometimes it'd be like box clothespins and some old <laughs> Polaroid camera. And somebody, sometimes you get fucked. Why well, wouldn't want to watch that? But sometimes you find treasures. What, like a number one issue of Superman or yeah, something? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I found out after the fact, though, that sometimes the producers would seed the... Oh, uh, see, this is why I don't watch these they, shows. They would, they would seed the uh, containers so they would put something cool in there and let, let them find no, it. No, like that's that. bullshit. It's entertaining. You're being manipulated. Enter yeah, well, sure, that's life. No. If I'm watching a fictional show, I know I'm being manipulated. It's all fiction, man. If I'm watching something that's supposed to be real, I don't want to be the manipulated. The whole world's fiction, man. Open your eyes, daddy-o. Mm. Fucking kings. Kings ruining our kings culture. Kings ruining storage wars. <laughs> Robert De Niro's in pain. Because <laughs> they did that movie with... No, the... <laughs> Not yet. He hasn't done the Maniscalco movie yet. He doesn't know what pain is until he does that movie. <laughs> no, he's working with Martin Scorsese right now. Oh. On Killers of the Flower Moon. The uh, Western that he's doing with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I bet that's going to be good. I bet so, too. But uh, Robert's going to do a lot of his acting sitting down. He tore his quad muscle Ooh. off his bone. Ouch. Here in the interview, he says, I tore my quad somehow. It was just stepping over something. And I just went right down. The pain was excruciating, and now I have to get it fixed. But it happens, especially when you get older. You have to be prepared for unexpected things. Ouch. So he was just stepping over something on the set and he felt a snap and, and his quad, quad muscle Ow. came off. Fuck, he's falling apart. That's not good. No. I don't want that to happen to me ever. <laughs> How do I fix that so it doesn't happen? Just get a wheelchair. Don't have a walk just again. Just don't walk. That's the key. I'm getting towards that stage of my life. Get a rascal anyway. and just go around the house and you're rascal. I'm a little rascal. I'm a little <laughs> rascal. Courtney Love's very upset with actress Lily James. Mm hmm because Lily James is playing Pamela Anderson in that Pam and Tommy uh, movie they're doing I, about her. Like Jay Leno audition was for. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I forgot. That's I'm looking forward to seeing you. Didn't uh, get a call back. Your Leno. Yeah, there's still time. <laughs> uh, Lily James is Pamela Anderson. Sebastian right. Stan is going to be Tommy Lee. Yes. Is Sebastian Stan, that's his name, right? Yes, yeah. Sebastian Winter Soldier. Yeah, right. Uh, well, Courtney Love's very upset oh, that they're know. making this movie at all because... That videotape, the porn, when it got released, ruined Pamela's life, she says, and, and she's my friend, and so fuck everybody who's involved in this project. Especially, she said, fuck Lily James, whoever the fuck that is. The actress playing the part? Yes. <laughs> like she has anything to do with it? Other Shame on Lily James, whoever the fuck she is, she said in her uh, Instagram post. Hmm. Listen, Courtney Love, you're an embarrassment to everyone you've ever known and to yourself. <laughs> so why don't you not draw attention to who you used to be by trying to slam people or trying to make a buck yeah, I don't make see, a movie. I don't see why you and do. by the way, I don't think that porn movie uh, ruined Pamela Anderson's career at all. No, if anything, it, it launched her up to the next level, Exactly. I think. Made her and Tommy Lee fucking icons. Yeah. Let me tell you a little something about sex, sex tapes. They rarely have any negative effect on no. anyone who's in them. No. Usually, they launch a career. Yeah, and ruin worlds. Worst case scenario, they're a little embarrassing. Yeah. But Tommy Lee, oh yeah, right. He was a modicum 
Yeah, he was the, the paragon of virtue before that <laughs> that video released. It really changed my opinion on what Tommy Lee was like. Yeah, I was shocked when I saw them doing and that. Pamela Anderson, geez, you're more embarrassing is being married to a guy for a day and then getting a divorce. That's more embarrassing than the sex tape. <laughs> Stop it, everybody. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Going to be mayor, governor of uh, Texas. That's right. Right down the middle. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. There's another poll that just came out. This one done by, uh, what's it say here? The Dallas Morning News and the University of Texas at Tyler. Mm. They have just done a survey of likely voters in the state of Texas. If the election was held today, Eddie Pence. Yeah. Current governor, incumbent governor Greg Abbott would get 33% of the vote. Okay. 22% say they would vote for someone else. 45% of Texans say they would vote for Matthew McConaughey. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know if he could do a worse job than the Texas governor has at this point. Well, I say let's let's watch it burn. Let's all watch it burn. <laughs> let's get Caitlin here and then him there. It'd be perfect. Let's just finally let turn the key and let all of the cell doors open and right. let the inmates run the asylum. It's slowly happening. Come on. Why are we prolonging our agony? No. Let's go down like Rome, just <sighs> in flames. Mm. <sighs> you got one side of the aisle full of nut burgers, and then you got the other side of the aisle full of equally but different nut, nut burgers. burgers. Yes. In Palm Springs, after seven years, they are re-establishing a giant 26-foot-tall stainless steel statue of Marilyn Monroe. Why? Why? Because yeah. it's a beautiful piece of art. Oh, it really is. It? It's called Forever Ma Marilyn. And it was a very popular tourist attraction oh, for the city of Palm Springs while it was up. Mm -hmm. Then some people had problems with it and they took it down, but they're putting it back up. Okay. Largely because they want a major tourist attraction because they want Palm Springs to get back on its feet again because people have not been traveling right. there because people haven't been traveling anywhere. True. So they got Marilyn Monroe back up there. It's a statue of her in her iconic dress fluttering pose from that movie Seven Year Itch yes. where she's standing on the subway grate and yes. the wind is blowing her dress. Right. It's that pose. Gotcha. People are losing their fucking minds. Over what? In Palm Springs. Because someone's dress is being blown up? Yes. Demanding that it be taken down because of all the horrors. What's the horrors? That it represents. Well, first of all, Eddie, the children. The first place they always go. What about the children? What are the oh, children going to think? Because it's outside an art museum. It's in front of an art museum. Right. What happens when the children come out of the art museum, Eddie well, I don't know. What happens? The thought of those kids leaving our museum and having the first thing they see is the undergarments and underwear of this enormous Maryland sculpture would be highly offensive. Highly offensive. Highly offensive? Yes. It's underwear. Ch highly offensive. How can children what? see underwear of not an actual real human being, but a 26 Look, her labia is hanging out. It's just underwear. Eddie, a very offensive underwear. Because it's 2021 and children can't bear the sight God of underwear. Fuck everybody. But what, but what about this woman, Eddie Pence, who has started, of course, an online petition Ugh. to get the statue torn down. Think, think what this is going to inspire people to do in real life if they see this statue, because her dress is flying up. <laughs> She's literally going to be mooning the museum. It's blatantly sexist. It forces people almost to upskirt. It forces people to upskirt. Okay. You know, which is the yeah. art of taking a photograph up a woman's skirt without her permission. Well, you see her dress being blown up. Yeah, you're going to naturally that, take the, No, you're forcing upskirting. I'm upskirting. You're going to, that will lead you to a life of upskirting. That's a crime. I think we need to get the 26-foot-tall steel statue's permission 
before we look up her skirt. What the fuck are these people talking about? I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're just a, a dying culture. Thank God we don't have any real issues so people can fucking get petitions uh, about statues of a long dead actress from a movie. On an iconic pose. It's an iconic pose. Dear God. It's not sexual in any way. Oh, no, you'll be upskirting. You take one look at that statue, you're going to get a fucking upskirt uh, camera yeah. <laughs> and a little... Well, selfie stick, and you won't be you, you won't be trusted. Mirrors on my shoes. Ah, shoe mirrors. <laughs> God, I hate people. I do too. All right, let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on May seventeenth. Jordan Knight of NKOTB, also known as New Kids on the Block, he celebrates his fifty-first birthday today. <laughs> Craig Ferguson. I love him. He's the best. He was great. 58 years old today. Musician Trent Reznor, best known, of course, for his work with Nine Inch Nails, but he's become quite the film composer as well. Yes. Does a lot of uh, David Fincher's films, mm -hmm. including the most recent one, Mank. He is 56 today. I hurt myself today to see Still feel. I know it's controversial, but I think the Johnny Cash version of that song That's my favorite version. is so much better. Yes, it is. Than the original. His version of One from U2 is great, too. He's, he's, he's a legend. Was a legend. Will always be a legend. Yes. Actor-comedian Bob Saget celebrates his 65th birthday today. Oh, Bob Saget! Singer Enya is 60 years old. Derek Hoff from Dancing with the Stars is 36. Josh Hame of Queens of the Stone Age is 48. Nikki Reed from Twilight is 32. And drummer Bill Bruford of Yes and King Crimson, 72 years old today. I'll be the roundabout. And that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Munchin' Monday. It all started with this call. This gentleman suggesting something that changed our futures forever. You did the, the candied orange. You did the orange Julius. How about kumquats? Right. Mm. It's a tiny little piece of citrus about the size of a, a large olive. And the, you eat the whole thing. The rind is sweet and the, the flesh on the inside is tart. Mm. They are amazing. And they're, I think they're like native to China, but they probably grow them in Southern California too. If you can get them, I implore you, get them, try them and build it into a munch and Monday. And how can you say no for Eddie's juvenile <laughs> mind? <laughs> Something mm. called kumquat. Come, Come on. Mm. It's just, it's too perfect. Uh, anyway, I humbly submit. Kumquat. 
Kumquat. Kumquat. The kumquat. Kumquat. Originally grown in China. Uh-huh. Now they're available in several other countries, including in the United States, Florida, and California. That's why we were to get kumquats from here. Gotcha. Uh, in Chinese, kumquat means golden orange. It is a small little citrus fruit that fills your mouth with a big burst <laughs> of sweet tart citrus flavor, they oh, claim. Oh, can't Eddie wait. Pence. Mm. And there's a big nutritional punch in this small little fruit, say the kumquat people. Oh, I bet. They got uh, vitamin C in there. Almost all you need for the day is in a kumquat. In one single kumquat? One serving of kumquat, uh, I think what? is three. Okay, that's three a lot. Three kumquats. That's three. That's a lot. It's not a lot. Do you see how small they are? I know, but Look it's... Look how tiny. They're like right? olive size. It's the size of testicles. No, they're maybe your testicles. <laughs> your testicles are that big? No, I, that I small, don't know. I've never, I don't know. I've never touched my... I never squeezed them. <laughs> you never touch your testicles? I've touched them, but I've never like... You're supposed to. You got to look for lumps I don't. I'd rather Check just go. Yourself out. I'd rather just go. Um, what else? Uh, fiber. You got your your protein. You got your vitamins A, C, magnesium, manganese. Mm, manganese. Vitamin E, iron, B, omega fats. Your omega-3 oh. fats. Okay. They're in the seeds. It's a good thing because you eat all the seeds and the peel, oh, you're everything. You're supposed to eat the seeds. Eat everything. Everything. Chew it up, swallow it down. Take it. Take it down. Sounds like the lazy man's fruit. Swallow it. Swallow the kumquat. Kumquat. High in antioxidants, oh, Eddie Pence. Good. It's got flavonoids. 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 Oh, flavonoids. It's got uh, phytosterols, essential oils. Hmm. It's good for anti-inflammation. What doesn't it have? It's got essential oils you that said are that. good for your heart. Did I say that already? I think you said essential oils. All right. Did I mention the flavonoids? You did mention the flavonoids. Sounds like something Jerry Lewis would like to eat. <laughs> flavonoids of hyphen. Um, what else? Uh, natural killer cells that help defend you from infections. Natural killer cells? Killer cells, oh, yes. Weird. Uh, it's good for heart. It's good for infections. Nothing this can't do. It's a superfood. Seems like a lot of propaganda. The kumquat. And it's so easy to eat, Eddie Pence. You just pluck it off the vine. You pop it in your mouth. You don't have to wash it. Don't have to prep it. I washed them. I okay. rinsed them. All right. But they're good the to go. The leaves are still on them. That's, I left them on the vine. It's got me so suspect about have you watched them or not. So you pluck it off. You yeah. pop it in your mouth. All right. You, you chew, chew it up. And then suddenly you're a better man. Take it all down. For it. It's just that simple. <laughs> That's it on today's Munchin' Monday. Munchin' Mondays. It's a fun day, and it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munchin' Mondays, Eddie's fun day. Will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did, the, the thought of it makes me sick. My testicles are just all... Kumquat. 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 Come. What? <laughs> I like the way it sounds. Come. For you, two, three, and four-star generals who get the video version of Munch and Monday, I want you to see what we're dealing with here. There you go. Look at that. A little bowl full of kumquats <laughs> for you to uh, eat, and me as well. You want uh, you want two just dangling? Yeah, just give me two right dangling. There? You want that one? Practice touching them. There you go. And uh, I'm going to grab the biggest one myself. I like no, the mine are bigger than this. One. 
right. Thanks for After sharing. further inspection, I do have larger After testicles. further review. These are bigger than my... The play my testicles are bigger. on the ball stands. <laughs> All right. As I mentioned, I've never had a, uh, a kumquat either. So this is going to be a new experience for me. I'm so excited to share this yeah, with this you. This is amazing. It's like rose jam. We are going to... Uh, we're going to pop these into our mouths. Okay. I suggest after we have one, we have a couple more because... Once we get our daily intake of yeah, vitamin Yeah, we want those flavonoids. So... Here we go, kumquat right. virgins. There we go. No longer. Here we go. As mm. tart, but sweet. It's very tart. Those, yeah, there's sweet aftertaste. I guess we hit the rind. The more you chew, yeah, the, the more sweeter, sweeter it gets. The first burst is tart. Oh, when it first burst first in your burst mouth, burst in your mouth is when tart. It floods your mouth. Kumquat. <laughs> Man, it's not bad. I like that a lot. I'm gonna have another one. Here we go. Mmm. It is tart though, right out of the gate. Really tart. Sometimes you just gotta keep going. Mm. When you're eating kumquats. Kumquat. Can't get enough of that cum. Just take it. Quat. Just take it. Give me one more. I can get my daily yeah. intake. Get your flavonoids. There we go. And your essential oils. Mmm. Mmm, I really like that. It's like tart with a sweet chaser. The key is you have to keep chewing the 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 rind because mm -hmm. if you just do like three bites and swallow, it's just gonna be all tart. Yeah, you gotta chew the rind. You gotta chew the rind. There, now it's sweet. If you take nothing else from away from today's show, chew the rind. Chew the rind. <laughs> I'm so glad I finally had a kumquat. Those are good. I like those. Now, forevermore, when people say, "Do you ever have a kumquat?" I say, hell yeah. I had three of them. Kumquat. 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 And that's today's Munchin' Monday. It's just another Munchin' Monday. Eating is fun day. Maybe something on a fun day. I hope I don't get the runs day. It's just another Munchin' Monday. Mmm. That's good stuff. Mm. <laughs> You're right. I just wonder, like, if you got one that wasn't ripe, how tart it would be. It's very tart. I don't know if it's very tart. That one was really tart. That last one I had. It's pretty if you tart. You keep chewing, you get the sweets. I know, but I'm I'm a, I, I I'm an impatient eater. Oh my god! So it takes me a while. I have to force myself to chew it more than three you times. You need the you need the immediate gratification of that. I just want to swallow it. Why? Because that's just, I'm an impatient eater. Don't say that like that's a thing. That's not a. It is. That's no. That's, it's, it's, that's that's no medical. Book. I take like I take enough bites to get it down. I get it down. But you say that as if it's an accepted syndrome. Like, well, there's nothing I can do about it because I'm an impatient eater. That's what the, that's what the physician says. <laughs> I tried I got for no years. Choice. Shock therapy. Just magnets. Chew nothing. like a man. Just chew like an adult person. I think a man would chew in three bites and swallow no, whatever he's eating. That's a manly bite. Savor your food. You experience the whole. Eh. The texture, the flavor. But see, I have to force myself to do it because I, I, I am an impatient eater. Otherwise, <sighs> I, I got to force myself to chew the rind to get the sweet part. Otherwise, it's all tart. I got no help for you. I, I really don't know. No one to, does. I don't know what to give you to fix you. <laughs> all right, kids, that's it for today's show. Thanks so much for stopping by. Come on back tomorrow. We're going to have more fun. It's Tuesday. That means TV Tunes Tuesday. I love playing one of your favorite TV theme songs and talking about the show that it came from. Also, more jocularity, more guhuffs. 
from Odie Gahuff. Odie Gahuff. Odie Gahuff. <laughs> and more fun to be had. But in order to have fun, you got to take care of yourself. So please, despite what Ricky Schroeder says, mask up, wash your hands, do what it takes to, to stay safe. Maybe get yourself vaccinated. There's yeah. a lot of options these days. Stay good in the hood. This whole social distance thing, I'm taking it into 2022. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of everyone just staying the fuck away never from me. touching another person in my they life. They tweet at six feet. I'm gonna because life is life and i like mine solo i like <laughs> mine little distant we'll talk to you tomorrow kids until tomorrow love you mean it bye <laughs> <laughs>